Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 208 of the MCU Fan Show. My name is Sean Gerber, flying solo for this episode, which is my non-spoiler review for Marvel Studios' Black Widow, which I am recording just as I return home from seeing the movie at the press screening this evening for the very first time. That's not when this episode is going up. It's going up a little bit later after the embargo, the review embargo for the film has lifted. I was able to share my very brief social reaction, which maybe you saw if you're following at MCU Fan Show on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook at MCU Fan Show. So I was able to share a reaction there. I won't be saying that much more here because this is a non-spoiler review, and I really do mean non-spoiler. I've been at this for a while. I'm really good at sharing how I feel about a movie without sharing any details about that movie. And I make that point because, well, we do have some new listeners who've joined us this year, thanks to WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Welcome to all of you, and thank you for listening. But also thank you to those of you who've been with us for a while. But it's been a while since I've had an opportunity to really go into a non-spoiler review. It's been a long time for a Marvel Studios movie for me to be able to do a non-spoiler review. So if you're someone who wants to avoid things or you're worried about maybe hearing or reading something in a review that you didn't want to, don't worry, I've got you. You're in safe hands here. Although I guess if you're that worried, maybe you saw the title of this podcast and you didn't click on it. But in the event that it auto-played and you're already listening to this, don't worry, it will be fine. I'm not going to spoil anything from Black Widow, and I'm not even going to start talking about the movie just yet, so you're still in very, very extra safe territory here. I want to start with all these feelings that I'm feeling tonight, because this is the first time that I have been able to go to a theater and watch a Marvel Studios movie for the first time, in over two years, the last time that this happened was June 26th, 2019, when I went to a press screening for Spider-Man Far From Home and saw that film for the very first time. Fast forward to this evening, June 28th, 2021, the date of this recording, the date that I saw Black Widow for the first time. So over two years, just over two years between Marvel Studios movies, that is a long time between cinematic installments of, of course, the MCU. As much as I love the Disney Plus series, and I love them a lot, you hear me talk about it pretty much every single week or almost most of the weeks of this year in raving about these Disney Plus series, so it's no slight to that, but Marvel Studios, it all started on the big screen, and it's so exciting to see it continue in the way it culminated on the big screen with Avengers Endgame a couple years ago, and to just see that continue now with Black Widow. And all those wonderful feelings of sitting down and, and watching a Marvel Studios movie on the big screen, especially for the first time, they all just came rushing back this evening from getting to the theater, taking my seat, and no, the world is not exactly back to normal these days, but there was something that felt very normal about being in a theater and just being excited ready to watch a brand new installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is pretty much my favorite thing to do, and that's what feels like home to me, or close to it. What really feels like home is a Marvel Studios opening night, and that's coming up on Thursday, July 8th for Black Widow, and so even though I've already seen the film, I am very, very excited 
for opening night with Black Widow because those opening night Marvel Studios screenings, those are always my favorite viewing experiences for watching these films. So really looking forward to Thursday, July 8th. What I do know in advance of that evening is that I'm going to be sitting down and watching a movie that I already know that I love because I loved Black Widow. I was really, really impressed by this film. And so, as you've noticed, I am now talking about the movie. This is still a safe, spoiler-free space, but if you don't want to hear me raving about the movie, even in very broad, very vague terms, then thank you for listening to this much of the show, and we'll catch you on our next episode, which will be a spoiler review for Loki Episode 4. But if you're still here because you rightfully trust that I am not going to spoil anything for you, let me talk about the movie in general terms, because I think Black Widow is a triumphant return to the big screen for Marvel Studios and, of course, Natasha Romanoff. It is a psychological thriller and a spy thriller, so I guess that makes it a spy-cological thriller. I will show myself out. What I love so much about this movie is that it is deeply emotional. It is incredibly engaging with just a brilliant job all around by director Kate Shortland and the entire cast and crew. And speaking of the cast, you already know how great Scarlett Johansson is in the title role of Black Widow, a.k.a. Natasha Romanoff. She proves it again here with some of her best work in her entire career in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, saved for, not that she was holding anything back in her previous performances, but she really delivered another outstanding performance in this film. And it's certainly a performance that is beyond worthy of this being the very first solo film for this character. And even though, of course, there's plenty of talk about how this film is maybe X amount of years too late, and of course we had to wait an extra year with the movie being delayed, but regardless of all of that, this movie is well worth the wait, thanks in large part to Scarlett Johansson. But she's not alone in delivering such a great performance in this film. The entire cast is so great in this. Rachel Weisz as Melina, David Harbour as Alexei Shostakov, a.k.a. the Red Guardian. And then if you're looking at, if you've seen some of the earlier reactions that have been out there on social media to folks who've seen Black Widow, Florence Pugh, it's true. The rumors are true. She is, I can confirm, she is a show stealer in this movie. Not that she really stole it out from under Natasha Romanoff or Scarlett Johansson, because everybody's great. But Florence Pugh is so good in this. In the heavier, more emotional scenes she delivers, in the more comedic scenes, in the more in the funnier moments that she has, uh, especially between her and Natasha, the two of them together, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson, are so good. But then Florence Pugh, just even on her own, she is really terrific in this film. And I had high expectations for her performance as Yelena Belova, having seen Florence Pugh in films like Fighting With My Family and Little Women, and just knowing that this is a performer, this is an actor who is so unbelievably talented, and Marvel Studios was able to cast her in this film just as she was breaking out, and now she's going to blow up even bigger and, and become just such a massive star on the back of this performance where she is just so, so good in this movie. So the cast... They're all great in this film. And then as far as how the film looks and feels, I got to say it is unique to Kate Shortland, our director in this movie, 
The last film I saw of hers, Berlin Syndrome, this reminded me of that in some ways as far as the psychological thriller aspects, but just tonally, this doesn't play like any other Marvel Cinematic Universe film, which maybe isn't all that high a praise coming from me because you know how I feel about these things. I don't feel like I've never really bought into the criticism that's been out there of the MCU that a lot of the movies feel the same. I think the movies are very different from one another. And in this case, this is another instance of it where Marvel Studios may be the studio that produced this movie, but it is through and through a Kate Shortland film. Her fingerprints are all over it, and that is for the better of this movie. There is also, in addition to the deeply psychological and emotional storytelling that's in here, there is so much action in Black Widow. This movie moves, and it's stringing together just huge action set pieces while also picking just the right spots to slow things down for deeper character moments. It didn't forget about character throughout all of that action, which is important, because otherwise the action can grow tiresome if that's all that you're getting, but that's not all that you're getting from Black Widow. But it's worth noting, while I'm on the subject of action, that it is unlike anything we've seen in the MCU. And that's not a knock on previous MCU action sequences. You've heard me talk about how much I love them over the years. This is just a comment on how the action set pieces in Black Widow are unique and awesome and have to give a lot of credit to the stunt team. And of course, Kate Shortland as the director, the stunt team, but then also the way all of this looks. The cinematography by director of photography, Gabriel Berestain, It's gorgeous throughout this entire film, whether we're talking about the action or any of the other scenes, but particularly in the framing of some of the action scenes, really gave this movie a unique look and feel throughout. Um, And also I have to give credit, as I mentioned, the stunt team before, but also Jeffrey Bauman as the visual effects supervisor on Black Widow. Everybody really brought their A-game, and that includes the composer, Lorne Balfi, or Balf, loved the score in Black Widow just really did such a great job and had so many different sounds and so many different tones within the music, but it all just came together and it just sounded awesome throughout. And then continuing with the shout outs. So costumes are also a huge part of this and what we love so much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you already know what I'm talking about here. You've seen it. You've seen the white Black Widow costume. You've seen the black Black Widow costume. You've seen Taskmaster and how awesome Taskmaster looks. And so the costumes designed by Jani Tamim, but as we know, the Marvel Studios visual development team plays a key role in these designs, especially whenever the superheroes or supervillains get their new costumes or it's the debut of a character like Taskmaster. So shout out to director of visual development, Andy Park, who led the visual development of this film and of course the entire viz dev team at Marvel Studios. Outstanding work as always from them. And the same can be said of producer and Marvel Studios president, chief creative officer, comma, Marvel, Kevin Feige. What else can I really say at this point? The man in the hat has done it again, though, of course, as he would tell you, this is, and it's true, this is a Kate Shortland movie through and through, and Black Widow is the better for it. And we as MCU fans are going to be better off having seen this film Marvel Studios is back on the big screen and they haven't missed a beat, which I am very happy to report after a two-year absence. 
Black Widow is another huge win for a studio that's had a lot of victories over the years, and this just might be one of their biggest. I cannot wait until all of you have a chance to see the film so that we can talk more about it, but that's as much as I'm going to say for this non-spoiler review. Thank you, as always, for your support on the podcast. Make sure you're following us in all those places you can, at MCU Fan Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have exclusive podcasts available over at patreon.com slash Sean Gerber. That's S-E-A-N-G-E-R-B-E-R, or just hit the link in the show notes. And recently on the Patreon had the latest edition of the Marvelous Moments podcast series where I highlighted that peanut butter sandwich scene with Natasha Romanoff and Steve Rogers in Avengers Endgame and how wonderfully that sets things up. Even though it's a scene that takes place after the Black Widow movie, it's such a huge moment in Natasha Romanoff's character arc that I think it informs and it enhances every other moment throughout her journey in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including this new Black Widow movie that I am so excited for all of you to see so that we can get into all of those wonderful details in the spoiler review, which will be posted during the opening weekend of Black Widow once it's in theaters. And it opens officially on July 9th, but as many of you know and probably already have tickets for, opening night is July 8th. And if you're not able to make it to a theater, or if you would prefer to watch at home, as you know, there is also Disney Plus with premiere access to watch Black Widow. Regardless of how you watch it, so excited for all of you to see it so that we can all start talking about it, as you can bet that I have plenty more to say. But that is where I'm wrapping up this edition of the MCU Fan Show. If you would like to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you may do so at Mr. Sean Gerber. And for MCU Fan Show, I'm Sean. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.